following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Faithful Podcast, where it's like we just put on a fresh pair of underwear on New Year's Day. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Yeah, Samurai Darrell Maddox. Ed. Senior Staff Writer for Toonami Faithful, CJ Mappers. Ed. Happy Kuro Kitty, affectionately known as Kuro. And finally... You know me, the kid in the corner, Alien Renegade. That's yeah. right, the new oh. kid in the corner, because That's Fabian okay. is so fired after oh. what he did on the stream. Yeah, I'm that wasn't sure Fabian's that. fault. That was because Paul doesn't know how to use Twitch. That's true, but he's okay. Fabian did Thanks, enjoy Paul. it though because he admits that that was his favorite moment of the year. Yeah, I saw Good those survey results. Him. I just press can't F to pay respects. We recorded an hour and a half late, and people still listened. I was really surprised. Yeah, well, Fabian found out what it means to have a red bottom once so I got a hold to him. So normally we do our look back on the year at the end of the year, but we didn't do that, so we're going to put it in this podcast. <laughs> and we're also going to give our predictions, expectations for this year, 2019, because we're in 2019 now. I know. Well, it's wild, isn't it? How is it 2019 already? Uh, this is the year that, what, what, Akira happens and Blade Runner and uh, so many other things were supposed to take place in 2019. Well, thankfully none of that's actually happening, because, uh, yeah, that that would be uh, some something to live with, for sure. And I want a cool cyberbike, though. I mean, don't we all? Don't we all want to do the Akira slide? No. Dude, I want a fucking rail gun. That, that too. That's fair. So before we get into our two topics, there's a whole bunch of anime movies in the uh, current month and a little bit in the next, too. So I thought I'd real quickly let you know about all of those. Of course, Dragon Ball Super Broly, the big deal of the month, is coming January 16th. It's going to have a limited run in theaters. But that is not all, as Hunter Hunter The Last Hunt will come out on January 30th from Viz Media. And not to know me related at all, but if you have not seen A Silent Voice, it's back in theaters and it is a fantastic movie. You can see it subbed on January 28th or dubbed on January 31st. And in February, Gundam NT is going to be playing in theaters on February 19th. And honestly, I think there'll probably be more things announced soon because it seems like anime movies are just coming out of the woodwork lately for theater releases. It's pretty cool. It's, great it's never a bad thing. I think I want to eat your pancreas is also coming in theaters. Hey, I just yes, want to see some anime titties. I forget exactly when. Um, One Piece Stampede. I don't know when that comes out, though. Yeah, that that was announced not too long ago and. It'll be in theaters, at least in Japan, sometime this year, I believe. And then 
who knows about the U.S. release. Funimation's making kind of a big deal of about it being the 20th anniversary of the One Piece anime this year, and they're doing mm-hmm. a a uh, guided watch for anybody who wants to, in which you can catch up on either the entire series if you're, you know, if you have an abundance of free time, <laughs> or a masochist, yeah, or you're just that, playing crazy. That too. Or I do have a more time. reasonable, like, 300-something episodes over the course of most of the year. So, you can follow the uh, One Piece anime Twitter for more of that. It's like a supersized version of One Piece Sales On. <laughs> I was just gonna say, we have One Piece Sales On. I, uh, I wonder if they took a little inspiration from that. Hmm. Maybe. Little uh, little feather yeah. in the cap for the guys who thought it was a good idea to continue watching One Piece after it left Toonami. Which, honestly, it's uh, real close to getting caught up with Funimation's dub at this point, the One Piece sales on crew. They had to... 560. They, yeah, they, they, they were doing double episodes for a good while, and now it's down to one because there's just not much dub coming out. But they are releasing some of the TV specials in january and february and probably further months so really makes people wonder hey what about season 10 what's going on with that funimation a little news on that would be nice just uh just just saying oh yeah lots of uh lots of exciting anime news all around so, there's your updates for the moments. We got updates? Well, yeah. 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 yeah pretty, pretty much. Oh, oh, sorry, man. Went to the gym yesterday. Um, yeah. So, 2018. Good, good, good for you. About and, it. And, and Paul. Nah, fuck that, that's Sal. <laughs> now, now, Paul's, Paul's really trying. And I commend him for the efforts. That's oh, no, 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 no. You you don't understand, man. I have to disgrace Paul at every chance I get, man. It just wouldn't be right if I didn't do it. Well, it wouldn't be the Tsunami Faithful Podcast without some Paul ribbing. Of course. Paul understands this. That's the reason why he accepts it. Tsunami Faithful Exercise Crew. <laughs> and we should definitely get that started. There, there was a time when uh, <laughs> I, I think... Um, like Jim and Jose were were really into getting over to the gym a lot for uh for a season. And yeah, they they were a couple of gym rats, I think. Yeah, was... you know, Jim was doing the P ninety X and the insanity shit, man. I'm like, oh hell, no. oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing the insanity, dude. Screw that. You guys can all come out my way and do Krav Maga with me. I would love to do that with you. Please just don't hit me in the dang on giblets. <laughs> No hitting in the jar blocks. No, no kick. The char blasts are off goddamn limits. I'm a deadly cat. This is true. I got wine. Be careful, the claws come out. Oh, yeah. no, no. They retract for wine. That's the. Sweet. That's how you lure a Kuro, didn't you know? Yeah. Red wine. I did know. I did know. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, 2018 sketch. Stay, keep us on topic. Oh, yes. <laughs> So as we look back on 2018, I felt it's appropriate to, to touch on 
all the various changes that occurred to Toonami over the year, starting with, of course, hey, what was the schedule like when we started 2018? Well, they had recently added 1030 back in December with the addition of Black Clover, which was really a huge surprise when it happened. I, I think we were all fairly, fairly surprised that Toonami 1 was getting longer and also suddenly adding Black Clover, which was a very recent dub edition from Funimation and Crunchyroll. So, By surprised? You mean yeah. excited? S- some people were very excited. <laughs> Other people were like, really? This show? Okay. <laughs> I just want to represent I was excited. And I still love it. I was just like, alright then. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're doing this. Alright, sure. Yeah, son. <laughs> Meanwhile, other people were like, ah, they're getting this, but we still don't have My Hero Academia. Well, just wait your turn. You're going to be fine. (laughs) I assure you, you're going to be fine. So, as the year began, uh, yes, as the year began, at 10.30 we had Dragon Ball Super, at 11.30 DBZ Kai, the final chapters, at 11, that was 11 actually. Oh man, I'm screwing up already. Oh man, what am I going to do? Okay. You're fired. I'm doing it over. 10.30, Dragon Ball Super. 11, DBZ Kai, the final chapters. 11.30, Black Clover. At midnight, JoJo's Stardust Crusaders. At 12.30, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Season 2, which began back in October. Hunter Hunter at 1. Lupin the Third was finishing up at 1.30. Naruto Shippuden was at 2. The 2.30... Slot was Outlaw Star in HD for the first time. Hell yeah. Also woke up for the first time. And at 3, we had Cowboy Bebop HD. And at 3.30, Ghost in the Shell second gig in HD as they had this nice little... Remember these shows, but now they're in HD block. And that Ooh. came to 6.5 hours of Toonami, which was a pretty big deal. And eight or nine shows, depending on how you looked at it, were premieres. Or you could even say 11 shows were premieres, because at least all of those HD remasters were new to the block in a sense. But I would say definitely Outlaw Star was new-ish enough, by nature of at least being uncut. I mean, so, a lot of like youngers didn't get to see it the first time around when we were around, you know? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Oh, and Hunter Hunter had just begun the Chimera Ant arc, which it is still in the process of finishing as we are recording this. <laughs> it's a long arc. It's a long one. This is how we get ants. And yeah, that's right. That is how we get ants. Ants that last more than a year. Someone oh should call an ex- exterminator. Everybody's nightmare. Ugh. Ugh. Real talk, we've we've had ants in like the break room at work sometimes, and it's like, oh, this is horrible. People just get rid of them. DJ like, saw the ones that invaded my mailbox. I posted them on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was oof. I would burn the mailbox. You haven't actually. truly lived until you've seen ants crawling around in the microwave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is in that break room? <laughs> oh, you know, food scraps. See, mine invaded because of all the rain. Yeah, that makes sense. They do want to try to get out of the rain. Because someone didn't tell me, like, Noah's Ark is going to be built soon, apparently. We had five feet of rain in my area. 
five feet. So instead of two animals, you just got a bunch of ants. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have ants in your pants? Yeah, and Gon thinks he has problems. Yeah. Well, he certainly is getting antagonized. No. No. All right. To the corner for sketch. Oh, I just got it. I just got it. It was good. It was and good. the last horse crosses the finish line, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. So, in January, Black Clover had recently joined, and Lupin Third comes to an end. What replaces Lupin Third? Why Space Dandy reruns, which is great, because it was the first time it had been on in, like, three years. Sure. You know something that just occurs to me right now? How perfect that replacement is because you have like this this male protagonist that's sort of similar to Lupin. He's like a ladies man and and there's this comedic aspect to it. Like they're very similar in the in oh, the yeah. narrative it's a, style. It's a you know what great I mean? choice for that. Yeah. I, I, I just it never occurred to me like until this moment that there is definitely some good crossover there with you know how 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 the stories are so interesting also in case you haven't been keeping track you are now aware that space dandy is now five years old Oof. wow that is eye-opening it's the toddler now <laughs> just think it, it was what four and a half when we've had simul dubs Oof. Oh, no. that's the norm now the world that is a in. very different place same day dubs fans. are the norm. That is mm-hmm. freaking insane. It totally is. It's just mind blowing where where things have gone, and it but, all started with the dandy man. And remember, sketch if you have to wait an extra week to see something that's too slow. It's way too slow. Yep. It's way too slow. It's just unacceptable. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not. Not like the dark ages that we had where we had to rely on fan subs and then VHSs at the back of Blockbuster and to even get Edited anime. shows on television. Uh, yeah. God forbid you have to wait a month for simul dubs or, or even better, like the same day to a week at, or a week of difference and then you have to wait. Oof. Man, what a, what a world we live in. Uh, microwave culture. <laughs> CJ, I mean, you don't even really have to wait a week. All you have to do is go on Twitter and let everybody tell what happened and ah. give it all away. Yeah, that's that's true. You can you can also have that in your own language of choice. <laughs> yep. Yep. Gotta love spoilers. I I don't really uh, know that feeling actually. It's it's good to spend time off to her. <laughs> yeah. It's also good to not follow people that spoil shit like two seconds after it airs. Ah, uh, yeah. And you you must be selective in who you follow on social media. That's never a problem for me because I watch everything like six months to a year later than when I'm supposed to when it comes out. So I That's how like I play most video games. Yeah. Sketch, you don't even play video games. That is a so lie. Long. I have put over 50 hours into Smash Brothers Ultimate since December. Okay, what else, though? That's decent, though. What else, though? <laughs> uh, Katamari oh. Reroll. I've been having fun with that. 
Only I, for 50 hours. Okay, you're I'm safe. Disappointed. I get I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. You're, you're, you're safe for the Katamari mansion. I got, I got work, man. So do I. I bring my Switch to work. I can't do that. Yeah. That's, that's not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. Install the install the switch into your. If only room, I was a security control. officer Dude, like my lunch. friend who who plays his switch every night. <laughs> don't buses have TVs? Just hook it up to one of the TVs, dude. Problem solved. Buses don't, don't have. I don't drive charter buses. <laughs> oh. TV. Well, then you're in the long profession, my friend. I'm not even allowed to, like, text on the seat when i'm on my break i have to not be sitting in the seat because it's considered bad even though you could sit there and read the newspaper and nobody's gonna care but eh, enough about that it doesn't matter <laughs> except when it does matter when i'm like oh, i don't have a lot of time but i have to send this text oh i can't sit in the seat when i do it mm, okay i guess i'll go stand somewhere else but i digress bus driver problems as we move on to February, the Stardust Crusaders Battle in Egypt arc began, and Outlaw Star, after 17 years, got to air episode 23. Woo! Springs. Steamy. And they barely edited anything. Just, just a very minor visual edit, and you're good to go. This is the power I was, of Tsunami Yeah. Now. I was surprised of how much you did get to see in that. I yeah. thought there'd be a little more covering up, honestly, but it was just straight up no nipples, and everything else was just there. Mm -hmm. That was weird. Not yeah. bad, but it was just—it was really weird. I guess because of how late it was, too. I guess it didn't matter, but I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that. So for a brief moment, we had the. Space Bounty Hunter Trifecta with Space Dandy, Outlaw Star, and Bebop all airing back-to-back. -back. Dope. That, was, that is nice. That's pretty rad. I might actually do that. It was, I might actually do that now. I was feeling a little loss of really Trigon, fun. though. Would have, would have been nice to have Trigon in there. Doggone yeah. it, we need an HD remaster of that show! Oh, I'm sure that's coming. And then it'll probably get on Toonami, too. Because Trigon... Gun is probably what one of the ten most popular I, anime series ever. I wish produced. I was as optimistic as you because that show just isn't popular in Japan, and that's why it hasn't gotten an HD remaster uh, yet. That's true, but I don't know. I mean, I just I it's something I don't hold I think out. Animation oh, I guess, or happen. I don't. I don't think that like nothing's impossible. You know what I mean? Like we've oh, had a continuation of Berserk after twenty years. That yeah, to me yeah, kind of yeah. is just oh, like... Oh man, Fruits Basket's back! Exactly, I mean Fruits like Basket's another back. example. It used to be so just... like a joke that we'd never get more Fruits Basket. I remember the joke that we were never supposed to get a, a third season of A Certain Magical Index, and yet here we are. So I just, I don't know, like it might be 20 years later, but I just, never everyone's trying to get a cash again. cow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm pissed off at the fact that Two Love Ruby is finally getting a fucking dub after all these fucking years, man. And I no, bought the whole fucking I collection. That. Where was and that? Now you'll buy it again. Uh, yeah, Sentai announced that, I would say, about a month ago. A month ago? That was, that was really surprising. So, Dude, uh, Sentai, where's, case, where's my Golden Time dub? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Where's the Golden Time dub? Because we that. Give me the Two Love Ruby one. I'm buying that now since my it's in English. Shiro that's a Baco weekly dub. Shona jump. 
Dude, I love Two Lovers, man. And it was not even for the itchy shit, man. How oh, itchy is image. it? From Rail Pretty Wars itchy. of one of it's the characters. It's just like oh, thinking about it, it's like what you thinking about? And it's like I'm thinking about I wish Rail Wars got a dub. <laughs> now Rail Wars can stay in the damn trash. Oh. You know, while they're digging into the cemetery of forgotten anime, uh there's a few titles I'd like to see again, but that never will. Queen Saga for one. I hate that they never finish that story and that will always make me crazy. Even though oh. the writer died. That shouldn't stop them. Bring that back. No, that high School of the it. Dead. Yeah. Oh, man. High School of the Dead. That one's going to stay. I, I feel, well, I feel like that could still get a sequel. It's, at some point, I feel like Never that know. could still happen. Never I've sworn off any show that has the word high school in the title. I feel like at my age, it's just not right anymore. Oh, come on. High School DxD <laughs> is great. That animation is actually really good. I was very impressed. And the script writing for the English dub, on point. Way to go, Jamie Markey. It's hilarious. You you know how to write shit. Except I don't think she was there for the third season. I don't think she was for that one either. But she was for the first, second, and fourth. So we can always be thankful for those. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Sketch, bring us back to March. Yes, in March, Outlaw Star came to an end in, well, one and done, I guess. It hasn't been back since. Kind of unfortunate, but hey, there's other shows to air. So for one week, Bebop filled a double slot, which was, you know, that was kind of nice to experience the final two episodes of Bebop in HD back-to-back. That's kind of an event. And uh, then Bebop just reran again, because I guess they don't have that many shows that they can rerun. But the big thing, which is kind of an April thing, but technically the night began on March 31st, as all Adult Swim April Fool's jokes of note do. And that, my friends, was a glorious night in which Toonami went full weeb. Weebs in. Totally subbed night of Toonami. We got yeah. a taste of Fooly Cooly Alternative. We got Yuasa's Mind Game film. We got subbed episodes of JoJo Hunter, Shippuden, Dandy, Bebop, and Gits. And they tacked on scavengers to fill out the runtime. So we had 8.5 hours of Toonami from 10.30 to 6 a.m. I don't, I don't think they'll ever top that aside from, you know, obviously they had the 24-hour one. Way back in the Cartoon Network. Full cycle. I remember that. Glorious full cycle, which if you look at the schedule now in retrospect, you're like, man, they repeated a lot of stuff. Yep. (laughs) No, this is my favorite. My favorite prank ever. I, I, and you know what the crazy thing is? That time last year, I was like, they're going to do a Japanese dub. That should be the prank this year. I totally called it. And I will claim that. You can check my Twitter history. I, I totally called it. Thank you. Good night. That's That's impressive. impressive. (laughs) Mic drop. It's very impressive. It was amazing to even have Mind Game on TV, much less on a channel like Adult Swim. Crazy. I love that movie so much. I watched it drunk too, and it made it even better. Uh, I I bet. Now, the primary way that I saw it on Toonami, and I should not stress the term saw. 
I listened to it in raw Japanese on my way home from work. Yeah, that was an experience. Just trying to you gather what's going on by... anything? Not really. I think I could just barely grasp when something of note was happening just by the inflection of the characters' voices. But I, I definitely had no clue what was going on. Though... I don't really think that would have changed much if you actually saw yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I liked it the second time I watched it. It was a great movie, though. It was a really great movie. I actually saw it today. I almost bought it, but I didn't have enough money. Hmm. Another time, perhaps. The struggle is real, alien. Amen. That's true. Finding all this great anime and never having the money for it. Yeah, well, I liked I liked the prank. I saw it. It was great, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. I honestly, as far as pranks go, I mean, I know we all have a special place in our hearts for when Toonami came back on April 1st. Yeah. But this, yeah. this is way cooler. <laughs> this is... This is way more exciting to me. Hearing Tom and Sarah in Japanese was like a yeah, trip. That was totally, totally And they nice. did the whole the near automata review in Japanese too. Yeah. And they had the Japanese voices on for the game. I was like, man, they really, really put a lot of a lot of thought and a lot of so work. So much into effort this. into that single night. It's crazy. Gotta love Adult Swim when they decide, hey, we're gonna do something nuts and put, like, all of our creative energy into it. Nobody else does that. It's, it's why Adult Swim's still so great. So moving on to April for real. Uh, they they had a little stopgap in which they played Countdown and Scavengers on April 7th. That was weird. It was it's, fun it's, weird, though. Yeah. It's not to tell me if there's not a little weird. And people are like... They they get funny about it, but it's like, remember when you were a kid and you watched something weird and you thought it was the coolest thing ever? Like, there's kind of a throwback to that, you know? Yeah. Fun weird. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's cool to have, like, a Tom and Sarah adventure all put together airing as, like, regular programming instead of just little interstitials. That's, that's, that's a nice treat. That's neat. And closest most... little thing to an actual like tsunami show. Yeah, exactly. We'll get. It's the closest we're gonna get to an actual tsunami show. Which, oh yeah, by the way, we're oh, yeah. finally getting a tease for the next one. Yeah, finally got a tease for the next one. That's the 2019. Forge. We're still in 2018 sketch. I'm right, right. Well, I mean, we were talking about Tom and Sarah things, so yeah, we'll get to that. We 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 will get to that. Look, it's moving oh. about as fast as 2018 did. Oof. So as April continued, we brought back Fooly Cooly Classic. And that was nice to see. Good refresher for what was about to come. Oh yeah, and Gundam Iron Blooded Orphan Season 2 ended. God damn. What an ending. What an ending. Dude, the war is death. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to talk about it. Look <laughs> here, it was like the Game of Thrones. You could not get attached to nobody. Period. Well, that's and you know what? That's for dang sure. It was screwed up how some people died, but you know what? 
I just really wish that one person would have died that I wanted to. Oh, yeah. And she did. No, 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 she didn't. I hate her so much. May. May. Yeah. May. May, 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 may. And as the heavens opened, down descended Izuku Midoriya. As My Hero Academia finally arrived on Toonami on May 5th. Hallelujah. This... Okay. Lots of people wanted My Hero Academia on Toonami. And plenty of us were thinking, yeah, it could happen, eventually. And the Toonami crew had been saying, like, yeah, we are interested. We haven't been able to get it. But just the timing of this, where fresh off of the announcement that that uh, Hulu would be getting the second season up soon and that there were these exclusive deals for the dub going forward. Then, boom! Toonami announced My Hero Academia. And we're like, oh! Well, that happened! (laughs) That was a surprise, but wasn't a surprise. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The timing was was surprising more than anything else. It's a great fit. It's a great fit, and it has longevity, and what you want out of a Toonami viewer is commitment. So a show like that brings commitment. That's true. That's true. So Get Second Gig ended, and it hasn't been back since, and the Memorial Day weekend marathon was a foolie cooly thon in which they replayed it twice. Yep. Then came June, and oh boy, it finally aired. Fully Cooly Progressive on June 2nd at midnight. And the world was changed forever. Yes. Many people were hurt, apparently, from that show. I don't know how or why, but they were hurt. Personally, I guess. Physically, physically hurt by... Tell us what anime touched you, okay? I mean, that can be taken in good ways or bad ways. Exactly. Exactly. I wish my anime would touch me back. Mm. Yeah, I know which one you want, too. Struggle is real. Cells at work. Did I guess right? You have no idea which one it would be, Darrell. No idea. Yeah, Cells at work on Tsunami, please. I, I would I would throw all of my money Make at Cells at work on Tsunami. Make it kid. happen. So, as I said, Gits left, and that meant something took its place, and that thing was Lupin, which was a nice surprise that Lupin was back. And finally, the journey ended. DBZ Kai aired its final episode in June and was replaced by something truly epic as Pop Team Epic appeared on the scene. And we are not upset. You're not upset. I mean, like, it wasn't my favorite show, but I did. The episodes that I did watch actually did make me laugh. I just say, above all other things, it was different. It was fresh. It was something unique. And that was was something to have fun with. But it actually showed that comedy can work on Toonami, though. That it did. 
and Toonami likes to be bring edgy things. So I think this was one of their experiments in edgy in in, in the direction. This time was comedy, and uh, it seems to be working. So keep it up. I'm still like thrown though that like back in February of uh, 2018, I just made some fake bumps for Pop Team Epic as a meme, and then it actually happened. And I was just sitting here like, how? How? What? Gotta Ooh, be careful with the fan made promos. <laughs> exactly. I believe made. that Alien Alien actually made a deal with the devil. See, he doesn't want to tell us about it, but he did. Wait a minute. Didn't you guys do that with JoJo? Now that I remember. Yeah. And you no, made everyone we... freak the hell out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's JoJo. Well, te- right. technically speaking. That. Oh gosh, who was that? That was Kevin. Kevin who made that, right? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin made a really good JoJo's Bizarre Adventure tsunami style promo, and I was like, we could make this the April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have- planted that devilish thought in his brain, and we did it. And yeah, it it didn't go over well. <laughs> Poor Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, Jerry's. He's doing all right, doing his thing. Next. Oh, actually, at the tail end of June, we had Anime Expo, in which uh, yes! I got to meet some of these crazy people in person. Yes. And none of y'all kidnapped me like I asked you to. Sorry. I loved Anime Expo, and I was kind of terrified. That was literally my first ever con. And it was fantastic. I mean, I got lost, like, twice. And somebody had to come find me. So, But that's going to happen next year, too. I told you guys I get lost. So it's a big place. But other than that, it was really fun. And I loved when we did the um, escape room. Yes. We got to do that next year. Yes, and now there's going to be a Hunter Hunter escape room. And I'm telling you, it's because we suggested it. That's exactly it. And this time we're going to win because we know how to do it. We know how to pass the Hunter exam. Yes. Straight up. Did you see there's actually a movie about escape rooms that's come out? No. No. Isn't it going called Escape Room? I don't know. It looks all right. It just kind of looks like Saw without the Saw-ness. More or less, yeah. (laughs) Well, we know what everyone's role is. DJ, like... Is is the um is the leader who like figures out how to solve the problem. I assign the roles and everybody follows us. <laughs> See? Works out perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. And at Anime Expo, CJ and I got to see the first episode of Attack on Titan season three. That was a good time. Yep. We also got to see stuff with Studio Trigger, which was always oh, yes. a pleasure. That that was that was really cool. More trigger shows for Toonami. I hear there's a Gridman show. Yes, yes. yes. We need that. If you yeah. if you haven't watched it, it is actually really good. Like, Not quite like in my top ten anime of the year, it was number two. Not quite. Mm-hmm. Gridman it is has, freaking amazing. It Can has the s- thick. It has the thick. That's all you need to know. Oh, I'm telling you. That was that thickness. Takarada, man. Oh, <gasps> the dialogue. Dandy does approve. <laughs> Hugh Curl just staring at us 
I know. Don't give us that look. Questioning our existence. <laughs> I mean, gosh, man. Kuro, I'm, are I'm you just... down with the thickness? Yeah, I'm down. All right. That's down. right. It's acceptable. It's great. Okay. Yes. As far as Tsunami news went, we learned that Star, uh, Stardust Crusaders would be immediately replaced by Diamond is Unbreakable, which was a nice surprise. Because at the time, it wasn't really clear where in the dubbing process Diamond is Unbreakable was. Did any of us make it to that premiere at AX? Because I know no. I couldn't mine anymore. I was still trying to... Well, I don't think they actually... Did they show an episode? They did, and that was they the Oh, no, they showed one. Golden Wind. They showed yeah, Golden yeah, yeah. Wind, and they announced... Oh. Yeah, they showed, they showed the first Japanese episode of Golden Wind, and they announced... But they announced the, the Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh, maybe that was yeah. at the Shonen Jump panel, actually. I forget. Either or. Matter. They, they just announced, they announced things No, there. I was at the Jump panel. Oh. Yeah, I was Better still trying to panel. get to the too. convention center, because I, you know, got my flight they, in in the morning, and uh, oh boy, that's a story that you've already heard, I'm sure. <laughs> Plenty of times. Yeah, that's why... I, that's why I'm flying a day before the convention starts this upcoming year. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I hope I can pull off such things with whatever conventions I end up going to. Paul really I wants us yell... to go to Momocon. Well, I'm already going to that one, so... Um, well, I mean, he just is like, do you want to go? I was like, well, I haven't been. Why not? I'll hate yeah. everything anyway, oh, so I might as well go. Is that the one in Alabama? That's the no. one Atlanta. in Atlanta. Atlanta. I can't keep up with you. Know, it starts with an A. I was close. Uh, so if you want to go to those ones, uh, Sketch and Jarrell, and of course everyone on the podcast, Paul will be there. Paul will definitely be there. Yes, he will. Somebody um, kidnap me, damn it. Don't, don't you live <laughs> close? I will be at... One state away. But... And hopefully Sketch, too. You have to come to AX again. It'll get better. See, every time you come, it gets a little better. Well, that's actually just something bad always happens every time he does go. <laughs> that's but he's getting that, there, better. There's two ways to look at it, and you have just mentioned both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of going back to AX. I'll just see if I can make it work into my calendar. I only have so many vacation days. Yeah. I hope your Uber gets jacked again. That was <laughs> un freaking believable. <laughs> This guy stuck my Uber. It's like, are you so-and-so? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's entirely possible that we share a name. That's entirely possible. Definitely going to the same place. That's entirely possible. I don't have (laughs) Uber. I have Lyft because CJ said don't get Uber. He told me to get Lyft, and that's what I have. And I've had no problems with it. That's great. Hmm? That's great. I I will sing... uh, some praises of Uber, though, because I lost my 3DS in the Uber I was taking back to the airport, and I got it back. I got it back. So. All right. All right. Back on topic. August. It, it works. It works. Well, first, was, well, not much to say about July, because really nothing happened other than Fooly Cooly starting over. Progressive, that is. But come August, Stardust Crusaders ends, 
And Space Dandy ends and is replaced by One Punch Man reruns. That was another neat little surprise, because it seemed like they weren't going to be able to play that again. But there, there it was. But big changes on August 11th with the expansion to 10 p.m. Which allowed My Hero Academia to become the first show on the lineup, which is that it had been a while since a non-Dragon Ball show was leading Toonami. And Attack on Titan Season 3 at 11.30 and JoJo's Diamond is Unbreakable at 12.30 the same day on August 11th. And it was a glorious night. Glorious night. But really just the precursor for what would come in September. Starting with a My Hero Academia Season 1 Labor Day Weekend Marathon. Which, hey, if you're going to do a marathon, you may as well play a whole season. It's not a bad plan. It started back then, September. I was at my cousin's wedding, and you better believe they played that at the reception. <laughs> hey, look at it, man. It's not a win unless you hit an element, dude. And That's right. Yes, I- I know about that in the fire for a long time, son. Ah, hey, devotion, let's groove. Of course, you know, Serpentine Fire was a bonfire as an album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let me let me stop that. Sometime in September, stop. Japan got the Fooly Cooly sequels as movies. And then on September 8th, we got Fooly Cooly Alternative at 11.30 p.m., which really changed people's perspective on what is a Fooly Cooly show. And mm-hmm. I, liked it. I liked it a lot. I loved it. And then yet more it. huge I changes. It. Uh, it was anticlimactic, but it was good. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. It was anticlimactic. That ending was rushed. Well, like the way that. I described it, I said it felt like we got like they they had like a longer ending, but they had to cut it for time, and that's what it felt like we got. But I'm pretty sure that's not what we got. We just got the well, ending. No, the problem was the last episode to into they steered away from what they were doing through the season, where they had these themes, you know, about what the 17 year old would experience, and each episode was a theme, and then they like didn't follow that formula at the last episode for some reason. So. It, it just didn't. It didn't work. It doesn't mean it was bad. It wasn't bad. It just. It just didn't work. Yeah, that's fair. True. It's fair assessment. So more huge changes on September 29th with the 9 p.m. expansion. Which, wow. We don't have any more. Oh, you're skipping. <laughs> But for We're a moment, really really more like three months, we had Tsunami back in prime time for the first time since 2008. Well, I mean, technically it was at 10 p.m. sooner. But all the way back to like when Tsunami was canceled in 2008, it was 9 to 11. And starting in September 29th of 2018, it was 9 to 11 plus 11 to 4. Which, wow, certainly has come a long way. So for that time of roughly three months, DBZ Kai, My Hero Academia, and Shippuden moved to primetime, and Boruto premiered at 10.30. And Samurai Jack's reruns were at the back of the block, because, you know, had to fill a slot for a glorious seven-hour challenge every week. Which, granted, 
you're not topping the 8.5 hours of one week, but seven hours every week. That is... That's... Never thought we'd see it that big. And come October, Mob Psycho 100 finally joins the block at 11.30 on October 27th. Which is nice, because usually on October... The last week of October, we end up with a marathon, because Halloween. But not this time. We actually got a new show. That was pretty cool. Then in November, we, uh... Have to hit the brakes on Attack on Titan Season 3 halfway through because, hey, it needs time for, you know, finishing. And that won't be back until next spring. But they send it off with an Attack on Titan Season 3 marathon on November 17th, which was rather odd because it was not very close to Thanksgiving. But I did fine, so who cares? And Pop Team Epic returned to replace One Punch Man's reruns. Because why not? In December, we got Megalobox, which premiered yeah. on midnight on December 8th. And just kind of rounding things out, the Gundam IBO Season 2 reruns replaced Lupin the Third, Which is a, is a decent trade. You know, one classic franchise for another. And finishing off the month, of course, we had a couple of marathons, 7.5 hours of Dragon Ball Super on December 22nd, and 5.5 hours of Boruto on December 29th, which says, if nothing else, that they're really trying to make Boruto a thing. And I'm not sure it's working. (laughs) Who would have thought that it would be Boruto having trouble connecting with fans over Black Clover? Suck it, haters. That is uh-huh. rather odd, because, you know, I gotta give props to Black Clover, because throughout this year... It's about damn time! Through all these changes, I mean, performance-wise, Black Clover has done well. Better has... than nearly every That's other scary. show that isn't My Hero Academia or Dragon Ball. Suck it! Black Clover is a good series because it's a slow burn. Like, once it gets up and going, they've, they've actually taken all those, you know, the things that people were making fun of it for that they were copying, and now they've, they've done a switch up and had a lot of original content. So, you know, now that's probably why it's still going strong. Sketch. It's now hip and cool to like Black Clover. Let that sink in. What it are is. These it is. People there's, when there's I all... started. <laughs> I've been on this godforsaken train. I am the, I'm the damn conductor. You bow to me, bitches. You are. Holy fuck. You are, because you got all these <laughs> all these anime reviewers on the internet are like, you know, actually, Black Clover's all right. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like, holy shit, this show's actually really good. Mm-hmm. You have Clover anime YouTubers. Sweet, sweet vindication. Anime YouTubers who used to hate it. Used to hate it and were like, oh, no, wait, it's actually good. Yep. The only thing that got me with Black Clover, man, and I'm glad I stuck it out. Like, the Japanese version, man, it was just... The first couple episodes, all that screaming just really got on my nerves, but I was still, I was still there. But it mellowed out. But the English dub made it bearable to deal with. That was the only thing that got on my nerves because I actually like Black Clover, and of course I love how CJ just eviscerated so many naysayers about Black Clover. CJ, I wanted to kiss you on the lips that day. I wish you did. That was a great 
podcast. You just blew up, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like CJ is probably like even temper and mild mannered, but then it's like when no, you I'm set not. him off. Shut up, let me talk. <laughs> I am not mild at all. I am an angry leprechaun or troll or whatever it is. Whatever. Like you know, CJ has his moments, man. But like, literally, he just let loose the freak on everybody that deserved it, and I was like, yes, unleash the hate. <laughs> I couldn't even follow up behind him because he said everything I could have. So kudos to you, Mr. CJ there. It's okay, cool but, to like Black Clover. That's that's how I feel. But if you don't want to watch Studio Puro stuff, then you can go on the Shonen Jump website and read all of Black Clover if you yes. get that membership. It's $2 a month and you should really get on that. The manga is so that's what I'm. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing with Black Clover because uh, I cannot stand Studio Puro. That's fine. But the, the manga is a superior thing, which is actually weird because I think the art in the manga is better than the anime. Except for episode 63. Episode 63 just blew everything out of the water. But yes. I digress. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like the composition of the thing, but that's a different topic. You go to the corner right now, sir. No, he's allowed. I'll no, allow I'm just it. messing with him, man. You know I got to mess with y'all, man. I ain't really been letting loose on the podcast tonight. That's true. Yeah, true. And besides, you know matter. what? It's not a good episode with me if I'm not sent to the corner at least once. No. But you know what, Sketch? I know your topic was what's your favorite part of 2018. I would have to say it was that. I was first thinking maybe My Hero Academia. Maybe when I got to take over Toonami News to do a pop team epic kind of uh, gag to uh, promote the show debuting. But no, it's the fact that everyone now likes Black Clover. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. DJ's 2018 highlight. Now he dropped the mic. I mean, my my highlight's definitely the April Fool's sub night, but hey, I I just it's it's the craziest thing because you know initially people were were sour on Black Clover showing up, but as time progressed, more and more people got on board. I personally have not really been watching, and that's why you will not be hearing me when we do a full recap of the first season. That's CJ's bag, baby. But how long does the first season go? Fifty, right? Yeah. You want me to do 50, all fifty? Fifty-one. I mean, you don't have Holy. to be. You know, it's it's just we haven't really taken the time to talk about the show at length since okay. it premiered, basically. So right, you just okay, not necessarily recap, but just talk about the show itself. Yeah, just talk, talk about the a show. retrospective. I mean, I was not you, going you, to recap all fifty episodes. I am you, sorry. You could I love Black Clover. Major things. Like, I love Black Clover. Asta is, like, a, my first son. Noelle is, like, a daughter to me. Vanessa is hot as fuck. And Charmy is my wife. Charmy is definitely my wife. But I, I can't go through every single episode. I'm sorry. I, I see CJ set up his FMK for Black Clover. What's oh, yeah. oh, fuck, Mary kill? Oh, oh, I never actually thought of it. Well, obviously, Mary Charmy kill who would i kill i love all the ladies of black clover honestly i couldn't kill anyone mm. no i really couldn't i can say what mine is you know for both and then seke to kill because he just annoys the hell out of me okay <laughs> he's I love great all those. To, though he's great to be annoyed about so i kind of like him 
being on the show because he's just he's just perfect to put all your frustration on you know <laughs> he's they're all my precious muffins but yeah, that, I like i say people liking black clover and i don't know if the tsunami faithful audience really likes it now i just know it's gaining more popularity you know one social media step at a time so i'll just go with that black clover yeah fuck y'all <laughs> I I feel like in retrospect, they did it dirty. They pushed it down too far. They didn't need to do that. No, and... no, no it's, that's not doing it dirty. They just felt that they wanted to rearrange the block like that. It's still on. It never left. It's still here. And that's ultimately what matters most. It's still there. It's not like One Piece. It's still there. Well, I mean, That's one piece awesome. was still there at two thirty for a while. Exactly, and sadly, hey, it hurts me that it's gone too. You know how much I love One Piece. I have every single release in English right now at physical media. I, I fucking love One Piece. But what I'm saying is, is you do not do a show dirty by moving it down. We need to get out of that line of thinking because it is incorrect. Back in the day, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Things have changed. Drastically so. Doing it dirty would be moving it off of Toonami to where no one would know that it went off of Toonami or just like absolutely being like, oh, we're going to put it on Cartoon Network. Did you tell anyone? No. You know, like Yu Yu Hakusho. That's doing a show dirty. Yu Yu Hakusho, Dot Roots. Dot Roots especially. Exactly. That's doing a show dirty. That is doing a show didn't say anything about it. No advertising. I just found out because I accidentally woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> exactly. That's how I found out when I could watch the rest of the episodes, man. Mm-hmm. So no one did Black Clover dirty. No one did Hunter Hunter dirty, despite what Paul and others might think. It's still there. I mean, and thank God it's still there. I'll, I'll say this. They have, as the year progressed, they switched the lineup I think to work better than it did initially. At first, I was really annoyed at Black Clover being put so late because I don't think a show that's a premiere, more or less, should be on after one o'clock. And that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the level of commitment with some of these fans, they 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 don't like to stay up late, which is understandable. You know, they have jobs. And First gets tired. problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I was committed. I was staying up late until three a.m. and three thirty to watch it, and that was fine. And when I didn't, I could record it. So it was all great. But just, yeah. that doesn't mean it. That doesn't mean. I mean, the fact that anyone would willingly be like, not the people who are just staying up anyway, but the people like, no, I'm staying up for Black Clover, just like they stayed up for Naruto. There are people who like watching it, and it doesn't matter how how loud the complainers are. My my father always used to tell me the smallest dog yaps the loudest, and I think that really applies to that angry fandom. You know, they didn't like it; they were complaining the loudest. That doesn't mean there wasn't a huge population of people that loved it just because they didn't say anything about it. They just watched it. So there you have it. Although I should, <laughs> although I should say. That probably thanks to Tanami keep pushing Black Clover pa- back, people were sympathizing with it more and liking it more. So I am thankful that they did it dirty, quote unquote. Might have been the best thing that's happened to Black Clover for Tanami. Oh, people just came home drunk awesome and were like, true. "Hey, this is on. Let's watch it." 
<laughs> and it's Everybody good. needs a little bit of dirty love sometimes, See, I guess. The, the thing about moving a show later is, you know, if the, if the audience follows it, then it doesn't really matter. It as long as they watch it. Yeah, exactly. And if it's doing well later at night, I mean, I can see reason why you might think, hey, we should move that up. But on the other end of the spectrum is, hey, if it's doing well where it is, why move it? Will it necessarily do better earlier? I think we've seen in the history of Toonami that is not always, if even often, yeah. the case. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it, that, it's a minor thing because the people who are going to watch it, we're going to watch it anyway. I think the only time I remember a show that I thought the time slot was all wrong, like it really rubbed me the wrong way, it was probably Tokyo Ghoul. That the, the Where they put that show last year, well, the year before last year, I should say, I don't know, it just, it just felt like it was the completely wrong time slot. Because it was an older show? Usurping no, newer because, shows? Well, because it was, it, no, I hate I hate to say this because I know CJ really loves Tokyo Ghoul. I, I despised it. Uh, well, no, I don't want to say that. I disliked it intensely. I thought it was more or less torture porn. And this is the animation, not the series itself. But the animation, I didn't understand the appeal. And I didn't think the shows it was between made for a good flow. Like I would stop. I'd leave it on, I'd stop watching, and then come back afterwards and watch again. It just it just felt very disruptive, and I think it would have been better at the very end when I could just sit and watch Jami all in one block and not have to raise it. But that is purely, like, my opinion, and I respect the fans who love it, and it's over and done with, and it'll probably come back for the next season, so I'll suffer silently. Everyone should just read the manga anyways. Very true. Because what I hear about the newest season it does not inspire confidence. Yeah, a lot of people hate it more. Like, I've seen more hate for, for Re than I have for, like, Route A. And I'm just one like, ship Eesh. does set sail, so hey, there's that. I'm all about ship setting sail. Bring more love. More anime love. So, I, I guess we've already uh, said what, what my... Th- favorite moment of the year was and what CJ's favorite moment of the year was. So, uh, Alien, what what was your favorite? Okay, for me, and I'm probably one of the maybe 12 people that thinks this, but my favorite moment of the year was definitely Fully Cooly Alternative. That's great. Like, because, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't really keen on the first episode when it aired on, on, on New Year's. But then, like, I watched Progressive, and then I was like, okay, okay, I think I'm I'm understanding kind of where they're going with this now. And then I watched, and then when I watched the premiere of Alternative, like, I don't know if it's just me or not, but I, I swear to God, the dub made that first episode so much better than when, I, than when they first aired it in, in Japanese. But um, the thing with me and Fully Cooly Alternative is that it, like, like it really felt like what I, what you know, a fully coolie sequel or a, well, because technically I guess it's a prequel, whatever a fully coolie quol would would be. Like it, it felt like it kind of had the same 
the same sort of ideals, but a much different execution. But it totally fit the the setting. It totally fit the characters. Like how it kind of, you know, teenage life, you know, it kind of starts off slow until you get stressed out, then crazy shit happens. And then, you know, lather, rinse, repeat until you graduate. And then like some of the some of those episodes hit me really hard. The uh, the Mosan episode, especially. Oh, my God. That one. That one was a personal attack on me because I like, even even now I still have problems with um like accepting help from other people. When when I when I need it and like I feel like I should do everything myself. And so yeah, um as a result, Fully Cooly Alternative ended up being my tenth favorite anime of twenty eighteen, like out of like everything that I've seen. So that was definitely definitely my highlight of Tanami highlight of twenty eighteen. Mr. Durrell, what was your highlight of twenty eighteen? Uh, you know, it had to be like, you know, season two of um, Gundam, um, you know, Gundam. I knew you were going to say that. Look here. <laughs> I am a Gundam fan. I love Gundam to my core. And there's always a Gundam that like literally like we have said it on the podcast so many times. There is a Gundam out there for everybody, even though some people refuse to admit admit that to themselves. Like I went from G Gundam being like my number one Gundam to going down to the number two slot in IBO moving up to number one because that's just just how much I liked it. You know, it was a better story for me. You know, even though we had um, My Bride is a underage lolly and, you know, it was a few loops (laughs) missing out of it, but overall for what it was worth, I mean, I actually enjoyed IBO because, like, you know, military speaking, you know, you have, you know, I have come across child soldiers and, you know, basically the human debris and, you know, just being worthless and expendable, you get to that mindset. Even I was like that. I felt like I was human debris and I was expendable. I wasn't, my life wasn't worth crap. So that's the reason why I enjoyed IBO so much because at some point I remember I had to regain a point to like, hey, your life does matter, dude. And you're not just some expendable, you know, cog in a machine. So that's the reason why I liked it so much. Oh, my bad, man. I didn't mean to kind of kill the mood like that. No, I have a question, though, Darrell. Is it because it was a Gundam or was this specific season two? Because this was a rough season. So I'm just curious, is it like just because you like Gundams in general and you like the, the culture of them? Or with season two, did that really resonate with you specifically? This, this season two resonated with me because of that, because it was a simple fact that, hey, you know, they brought themselves up from a lowly status of being considered human debris to making something out of themselves. And, you know, that's how I was, that's how I was at one point. You know, I considered myself human debris expendable. And I was actually okay with that. And I got a sense of purpose. It is always an interesting Deep. perspective. Mm-hmm. Are we miss? I, did someone else? I feel like I'm forgetting. Did Kuro do hers? I don't think so. No, Kuro wow. hasn't done it. You forgot okay. about me? I How dare you, you did yours. I was just about to interject me like, hey, and now let's hear from Kuro. That's well, I just my story, and I'm sticking to that it. That I really... Well, that's what I... I remember something that I really liked about 2018, and that was Alien showing me the Azure Lane skins. 
Oh boy. Hey. Oh <laughs> my god. Mm, boat waifus. Let me tell you something. It may not be my favorite game, but goddamn, those artists deserve a raise. <laughs> it's my favorite game. Hell, my computer wallpaper right now is Azure Lane. Oh boy. Okay, Weeb, stop trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> Weeb's hey, out. what I do best. My favorite moment of 2018. Um, at first, I was thinking as we went through the calendar that it be it would be either the Black Clover edition or My Hero Academia edition to Toonami because that Shonen community is just so positive and it's so fun and every every up and down of the characters are really felt by the fans. But you reminded me something, Sketch. That April Fool's joke just got me so hyped. When all of that went down, I actually, I, I was so excited. My Twitter was blowing up and it was, it was just, it reminded me of like feeling when that feeling when Toonami had that one night that came back and it was suddenly like, oh my God, it's coming back. Like it was, it was unique and it was fun and it, it made, it allowed us to sort of engage on the level that we do a lot of us with anime. I mean, I understand why some people would not like the subtitles. I get it. But this was so beyond the sub versus dub issue. It was just about having something different on American television. You had Japanese subs on, on a cartoon show. That's huge. And it went over, I think, fairly well. It was just exciting. And they kept going with the same shows that we were watching already and the same episode we were watching next. And it was exciting. So that that would have to be the highlight of my year. Absolutely. I mean, by now, people know that I don't really shy away from saying that I'm kind of bored with Toonami lately. But that night was really something special that really enforced mm -hmm. that they, they still know what they're doing. They they can still put on a really fantastic show. Exactly. It makes you kind of wonder too, Sketch, if the the possibility of having a film every so often is not out of reach. You know, on on a weekend like that, I think I think it would be okay. It's not a necessarily a regular occurrence, but sure, I would love to see a film on Toonami again. Yeah, lots of people would love to see films on Toonami again. And I'd, I'd like there to be a way for them to do it. Because they got so much real estate every week. But the 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 biggest <laughs> problem I think that they had with doing movies is they're using them for holiday filler. And that's a terrible use of movies. They should be a regular week. But they should be an event. They should be yeah. a special event with a, a decent amount of promotion. And a decent amount of time beforehand, so you know it's coming. And it should be an event, not just, oh, we're throwing on a movie because we're not playing the regular lineup. No, yeah. it, it should be a bigger deal than that. That's how they should it's... run movies. If you yeah. just use movies as a supplement to regular material that you don't think people are going to be tuning in to watch, that's not a good use of movies. As much as I enjoyed when they did that for holidays, because it was neat seeing Akira and seeing Summer Wars on Tsunami, among others, that was great. I don't know. 
But here's the thing about the month of movies. Two of those weeks aren't really holidays. They're just regular weeks. So if they need to take a couple of weeks off for the purpose of budget and for the purpose of not using up premieres, they should do that with you know, expendable material. But I think beyond that, it's fine to play a movie every now and then as long as they can do it within a reasonable amount of money because if it just costs way too much money to do it, then it doesn't make sense to do. People will see... Pe people want to see anime movies in theaters, not so much on TV. Because, let's be honest, watching anime movies on TV with commercials kind of sucks. Yeah, but if you... But a lot of people... The, those anime movies will do those event event movies and they only play at certain theaters and not everybody has access true. to them. And not so, everybody so has access to movie, them. Yeah, playing a movie on TV is, is accessibility. That's really what it is. And it's good accessibility. Like you could and they could play they could play like say something like The Boy and the Beast or or the Sword Art Online movie. And as long as as you say they promote it right and they do it on a good weekend, I think it would go over really well. There we go. The Sword Art Online movie. They should I totally play Ordinal felt so scale. many I like listeners. I bought I, it. I heard I just felt so many listeners just cringe just hearing that title right out of her lips. Yup. Thank the you. The last time you that is all I need. online on this podcast. Don't don't I, start that. That's that's a topic for another day. First first of all, I feel I like Ordinal Scale more now. than Elicitation so far. But I liked Ordinary Scale enough that I wanted to see the dub, because I, I saw it sub in theaters. I wanted to see the dub so much that I bought it digitally, because ain't no way in hell I'm going to pay Aniplex prices. <laughs> but I did want to see it, and then it came out on Hulu. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> I still don't regret it, because eventually I'll still have that, and who knows what's going to happen with Hulu now that Disney's going to have, like, 60% steak <laughs> or more but I digress I do think that Toonami should play movies as a treat the way they used to play movie well okay let's be honest the way they used to play movies on Saturday Night Toonami and the Cartoon Network days was kind of haphazardly just kind of hey let's play a movie like every week whenever they yeah that was weird but it was neat. It was, it was cool to have... It was neat, though. It, it was cool to have a movie in the middle of a long Toonami lineup, and they have a long lineup, so it'd be cool to throw on a movie. I'm thinking people don't want to have a whole lot of disruption of the regular schedule, so, like, remember the month of Miyazaki? They pretty much nuked the entire regular schedule for that, and obviously people who were waiting for their Naruto were not too thrilled with that, so... Put that into perspective. Imagine a month where they don't play Dragon Ball Super. Oh, it would not go over well. Oh, boy. <laughs> man. We ain't gonna even talk about that there, sir. It would not go over well. But if you, like, play Dragon Ball Super and then a movie right after it, and then you play whatever else on the rest of the lineup, that'd be cool. That's, I, I dig that. I dig pe that. People would be really down for that. So... Just a thought. But they shouldn't do it often because it's expensive. But if you do it every now and then, great. Like, do it for their birthday, right? That is exactly do, what I Do it I around said. March. 
doing yeah, a treat occasionally yeah. and a treat and 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 have it a feature and it would be that would they'd be golden i think i agree today's show is brought to you by audible audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership just go to audibletrial.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast to get started today. Well, I guess that's uh, enough talking about 2018 because it's time to talk about 2019. The so, future. Woo! There's... There wasn't, and even though they continually kept expanding Toonami since the beginning of 2018 in exciting ways, there hasn't been, I'll I'm, put I'm, it this way, since 2016, there hasn't been a whole lot of variation in the lineup. It's been a lot of Attack on Titan, a lot of Gundam, obviously a whole lot of Dragon Ball, plus Naruto Shippuden sticks around. Hunter Hunter's been on this entire time. JoJo's usually there. So it's been a lot of the same shows continuing, which is great. If you like those shows, it's fantastic. And now we have My Hero Academia and Black Clover continuing too. But Hunter Hunter is coming to an end this year. And so is Dragon Ball Super. And JoJo, who knows? So things could get interesting in the coming year and i gotta ask what what do you guys think do you expect tsunami to broaden their spectrum more and continue with experimentation like they have with pop team epic and to a lesser extent megalobox i hope so i think so I think they will, man, because look at it. Every time, you know, we're going to say something made, well, not us per se, but people saying we may not see something on there, you know, they just pull out something, you know, totally unexpected or something that, you know, the guys on the podcast theorize, hey, it could come, it could show up because, you know, we have just that much confidence in them. You know, it's just a battle trying to fight with the streaming services with them sometimes, you know, because look here, the streaming services have a little bit more money, but the thing is, I think for what we get on Toonami, it's a lot of quality stuff. Man. Yeah. Agreed. But then, of course, you know, things have changed now that they got that thing with uh, Crunchyroll going on. Mm-hmm. That is so, true, and that is that... Okay, so when they just had Mob, uh, okay, cool, they're finally getting Mob, you know, this is good, Crunchyroll and Toonami are under the same corporate umbrella now, maybe they'll work more often, but I didn't really expect much to come out of the partnership that some articles lauded, because it just didn't, it seemed like they were just reading too much into it, but then we get the news that the Blade Runner anime is coming, and it's going to be a partnership between... Yeah. Adult Swim and Crunchyroll, and now the gears are turning. What more will be shared between Crunchyroll and Toonami in the future? Twin Star I got my my top three guesses: Ancient Magus's Bride, since they already expressed interest in getting that ReZero, because please, and um, anime that 
I think it's starting tomorrow, uh, Rising of the Shield here. I think they might try and push that one, because that one seems like it's going to be pretty big. Well, yes, Crunchyroll will definitely be pushing that one. But on the immediate future, they got this second season of Mob Psycho 100 that's going to get a broadcast dub. We're not sure when it's supposed to start, but it's already planned to be showing up on Funimation now, because there's still some things kind of hanging from that contract. And... Obviously, the simulcast is already running on uh, Crunchyroll, and they put the first episode in theaters even. That was pretty cool. They do that fairly commonly, actually. Crunchyroll does a lot of screenings of first episodes or special events in theaters, so that's cool. It'd be cool if they uh, you know, partnered with Toonami in some respect with those sorts of things. Look at it, dude. All I'm asking for is Twin Star Exorcist on um, Toonami. Hey, you know, they could use uh, another shonen to replace Hunter Hunter, right? I'm just saying, man, you know, it may be a long shot, but you know, like I said, we always get shocked and surprised all the time. There's really no telling exactly what they might be looking at in the Crunchyroll catalog, but I'll tell you what I really, really want. What you really, really want? I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> for that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want it's always sunny in another world aka Konosuba. Fuck yes. Getting yeah. a dub finally from our boy Alex Von David. Alex Von David. Yes. My dreams no. are coming true all around me. There is just one piece left of this puzzle and that is having it show up on Toonami. Exactly. It, uh of course you know about there. there. But the freaking the freaking cast list already looks like it's going to be a god tier dub. Look here, man. This is Alex we're talking about. Faye Mata is Aqua. Erica Mendez is Megumin, and Christina freaking V is Darkness. Hell yes, I am ready for that. Is it next week yet? I want to watch this now. You know, I got to mess with Alex now, man. Cause those time constraints, I just love fuck with Alex about this shit, man. His pain is my source mm. of refuge. <laughs> Alex got asked about his experience on uh, simul dubs recently Ooh. by uh, Abby and his uh, cartoon <laughs> cipher, y'all. So, yeah, he's 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 still he's he's still fairly vocal about how that just doesn't work for him. But yeah, Bang Zoom apparently is gonna try to do a couple of simul dubs, one with Mob Psycho 100, and the other being uh, Rising Shield Hero which was supposed to come out tomorrow, as of when we're recording this on Tuesday, but it looks like it got delayed for a to-be-determined amount of time. I thought um, I saw the 11th. I thought I saw the 11th was the, the date now. Well, that's that's not too bad, then. It yeah. does make me a little concerned, because this is the thing with with our current simul-dub culture, is stuff happens that delay shows and it could be any number of things any hang up along the way could delay a show's episode release and that just gets them further behind and it's unfortunate but i mean they're trying their darndest to make this work but that sort of thing just does not work on a televised situation so if that sort of thing happened on attack on titan season three the only thing Toonami could do would be replay the same episode two weeks in a row. Oh, well, technically would they've riot. done that before. People would riot. 
sketch, that that would just go down terribly. <laughs> or, you know, fill it with some other programming. So it's, they really need a buffer when it comes to these shows. So once we get to Mob Psycho 100, the first season will wrap up in early February. That's a pretty reasonable timeline for it to go right into season two and not have a problem where they're going to have to delay a week or whatever because it'll be about five weeks behind Japan, which I think is the ideal scenario in this case. Yeah, sure, there's probably people that are like, oh, but shouldn't it be like two weeks behind Japan? Because that's it's normal now. But let's let's be reasonable here. Bang Zoom is in Funimation. They, they have to do things a little differently, and Bang Zoom has up to this point not been known for doing simuldubs and they're doing two right now which is a huge workload not to mention they're probably doing some other stuff for netflix and such so yeah uh, i i think they should probably play it safe here and actually delay mob long enough that it could premiere on tsunami and there's all these people who are like well it's going to funimation so i was like yeah yeah it is going to funimation but you know what happened the last time there was a dub that was going to be on both? There was like TBA for when it's going to pop up on Funimation. What do we got right here? Oh, TBA for Mob Psycho Season 2. I mean, I might be being a little too hopeful here, but it could premiere on Toonami. That could be the plan. And if it one is, punch. that would be fantastic. That'd be cool. More dub premieres, please. And even if it doesn't, it's only going to be a couple of weeks behind streaming, like Black Clover. And I don't think that hurt Black Clover any. You not, don't think you you haven't said anything about the potential for more original content? I mean, I think that is definitely. I I get the impression from the way Jason tweets is that his interest is in the possibility of doing original content when they can afford it. But also, he likes to switch things up. He likes to surprise. When he can, he likes to surprise the fans. So, I, I'm kind of ready to go with the flow. Whatever he wants to throw at us, I'll catch. I mean, Bring who saw on. the Blade Runner thing happening? That Yeah. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. But, but you know crazy. they've been working on it for over a year. So, when the man says we have, like, three projects that we're looking into, he's not just saying that he's they're literally doing that they just can't talk more about it yet and that brings me to what's going on with scavengers there was a preview of it i believe early in 2018 on pitch meeting the adult swim stream show and that implied that they were moving forward with something regarding scavengers and we haven't heard anything since so Maybe it's a little hopeful to think that it's coming in 2019, but I I think it is. I think was it's it happening at least enough? by fall. Was it popular enough to have m- more? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't. It's I mean it's an untested quantity, really, other than the the little short that they did that aired already. But there was supposed to be some expansion upon that, like a TV special or maybe even a season. 
So I think we'll see whatever that is, whatever they were working on at pitch meeting. It's entirely possible that they could have canceled it, but I don't think that's happening. I think I think they got something that'll eventually air. Wouldn't be surprised if it ends up airing sometime around when they do a big event. Hmm. And that brings us to The Forge, which is the huge Tom and Sarah adventure. Allegedly the biggest thing they've ever done with Tom and Sarah that they've ever done. Let me stress that, that they've ever done. So if you think all those previous things were pretty cool, this this is supposed to be like huge in comparison. And I, you know, they've been working on it for a while. And we're finally going to get it next fall. This fall. Technically, yeah, this fall. <laughs> Not next fall. I'm still thinking like it's 2018 over here. <laughs> I'm living in the DJ, past. DJ, what are you looking forward to in 2019? DJ? Honestly, honestly, nothing. Because I don't want to put my head in a pretzel trying to come up with something that they're going to do. New shows are going to come. I'll probably like them. It's probably a show I've already seen, but I'll still like it regardless just because I like it. Uh, It's cool that they're getting original content because they need that desperately. Like, just like every, you know, uh, channel, station, programming block wants to have. They need to have their own kind of content to make people, to entice people to come watch their product, you know, that kind of thing. So that's cool. Uh, The Total Immersion event, great. You know, we, I, you can never get enough of those. I mean, hell, I'm an Overwatch fan. We would kill for the type of lore that Tom and Sarah have gotten just in Overwatch. So I, I absolutely am looking forward to that. Those are good things. But I have, there's no freaking idea. They could be playing Handshakers coming up next month for all I know. It's just like, no. I, there's just like, I, I don't really want to take a stab in the dark because it just it doesn't seem to really matter. It's just I, I would just get it would just get my head into like so many different scenarios and then I wouldn't sleep and I don't sleep enough as it is. So well, I, I just I just like, can't. Not just what in Toonami, but just things that are coming in 2019 in general. Uh, For me, hopefully more cons. That's about it. Hopefully mm-hmm. I get hopefully I get the five star that I want in my roles in Girls Frontline. Uh, hopefully I get the <laughs> ranking uh, that I do with how hard I've been grinding in that game. But when it comes like, I, I, I don't know. I've been away for anime for like two plus months. I, I, I have no idea of any of the new stuff. I'm go- going to try to start getting back into the swing of things with the shows that like Alien and V-Lord uh, and other friends have told me to check out. But like Watch when it comes to... Oh, I've already watched that. That that one was already finished. I was able to sneak that in right before I kind of went on my little anime hiatus, and I've just been watching things that I own. But uh, Watch a place I, further than the universe. I will put that on the list. <laughs> but as, as far as Tsunami, I, I have no freaking idea. I mean, for God's sakes, we got Pop Team Epic, and that's just like very outside the box. Maybe Konosuba does come in. Maybe I don't know. Uh, what's a okay, battlefront? Well, that I'm trying to think of just something really off the cuff. Um, fuck it, maybe they'll bring in fruits basket. I don't know. Like, oh my god, the new fruit basket coming in. 
And like, I'd be down for that. I fucking love Fruits Basket. Bring Zombie like, Land Saga to Tsunami. Bring that one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they could do a myriad of crazy ass things that no one's expecting. And like I say, I don't just don't want to put my head into a pretzel about it. And like, so the fun used to be like, oh, trying to guess it. But now with like how everyone has to be right with things, it's just, it's gotten to the point where it's just annoying. So I'm just like, eh, I'm good. I'll just let the ride go, keep it going. Cause you know, Tanami's not going to be around forever. So I might as well just relax, enjoy, let it come to me instead of me trying to grasp to figure out what it is. Now, if I had sources, that'd be a whole different story. Well, that ain't, that ain't happening anytime soon. I mean, off the record, Sketch and I have gotten some interesting intel that wasn't necessarily pinpoint this is coming, but we kind of like things are implied. We'll put it that. And, you know, that's about as close as we're going to get. It's very different from uh, the sports world where just everything just gets <laughs> put out there as, as quickly as, as you can. And when you actually put things out ahead of time, you'll be asked to take it down, which I was like, whoa, this is that's that's crazy. But you know, I just I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the Ford just because it's lore. Who doesn't love it? We still need Zenyatta lore. Come on, Blizzard. And uh, too bad soldiers know. gay now. Why is that too bad? Because you still don't have Zenyatta lore. That's why. Oh, oh, God. Ooh, I was a little scared there for a second. Uh, I know. Can we have Zenyatta like lore of just like him with an Omnic partner, whether it be male or female? I don't care which. I I need to see Zenyatta with his with his uh special friend or whoever it could be or Genji one of the two I don't mind uh but uh it's just like that's that's the thing that's pretty cool with Toonami that they they give you like back backstory of our hosts which is which is awesome you know I'm actually excited for the Blade Runner thing just because I never watched the movies so that was just like hey I would like that's at least something that I for myself because I used to be such a connoisseur of anime. I still am, technically. But it's just like, I don't remember the last time there was a show that aired on Toonami that I didn't already, like, know. So it's like, I need some more things that I just can't see. Like, Fooly Cooly was that. You know what I mean? So, like, Fooly Cooly. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what so we need more Fooly Cooly. We need more Blade Runner. This I would really like to see them find more hidden gems. There's tons of anime out there that go relatively unnoticed. Ushio and Tora. If if Toonami, I feel like yeah. enough people know about Ushio and Tora, but not enough. Yeah, no. More people should know about Ushio and Tora. I'll say that much, and far more people should know about the guy's other show that uh, Kakerikuri Cir- Circus, something Circus, that's, circus. On, that's on Amazon this past season. Yeah, Kakerikuri Circus. Yeah, definitely more people need to know about that. I feel like considerably more people are aware of Ushio and Tora having an anime a few years back. But not so much that one. Yeah, oh man, everybody needs to watch Banana Fish. It's so good. (laughs) So good. So good. And such a deceiving title. You think it's going to be something adorable about fish that look like bananas. But there's no no fish at all. (laughs) Sorry, this ain't your banana. (laughs) No. You want your no, banana? Crunchyroll has that for you. No. But uh but yeah, no, I forgot like there's there's literally nothing off the table when it comes to what Toonami could theoretically try to get. And you know what? 
That's awesome. I love that. I love how much of just like exciting prospect. Exactly. Think about it. You have no freaking idea because guess what? All the shonen's gone. And there's no way in hell fairy tales coming. Because let me tell you, if fairy tale comes to the block, it is all downhill. And I and I will say, I fucking love fairy tale. But when you when when it comes to Toonami after all that time waiting, it's jumping the shark. <laughs> there's no reason to bring fairy tale in because it's so accessible. You can watch it very easily. Why would it need to? Why would you need to bring it in? Like, I don't know why people are asking. I love that show. Don't get me wrong. It's a great show. It's just, I want to watch things on Toonami that I either can't or wouldn't normally watch. I, I It's about accessibility to something. But, that then, all, but then all we'd have is the Fooly Cooly and the Blade Runner because you can, the, all the other shows are pretty accessible. Yeah, but, but mm-hmm. to, not every single person who watches Toonami buys the streams for all these different, has has Hulu and has also um, Crunchyroll and Funimate. Like, not everybody buys all that stuff. Like, no. I actually have followers on Twitter who don't, their only access to anime is through watching it on Toonami. So, so then how does that make Fairy Tale more accessible? Because it's only online. Well, everybody it's... has Netflix. Everybody and their mother has Netflix. Ah. Uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, I borrow somebody's sure. Netflix, okay. maybe. Anyway, 2019 highlight. <laughs> Yeah, uh huh. So, yeah, there's a lot of sequels <laughs> that are potentially coming to Toonami. A lot of sequels. I mean, the obvious ones people look at One Punch Man Season 2. You got JoJo Golden Wind. Who knows when that'll happen? Uh, Gundam The Origins getting a TV version. That could happen. Loop of the Third Part 5 is in the process of being dubbed, so that could happen. Already mentioned Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, and oh yes, Sword Art Alicization. But I would go so far as to say, I don't think the book is closed on Gun Gale Online. I just think the timing is what it is, and eventually it might air. But I'm not really holding my breath on that one, because it's a side story, and they're probably more focused on the mainline story which is fine but ggo is really good so i kind of wish they'd play it but enough about that so it's interesting that various people probably feel like it's a whole lot of nothing for my hero academia to be on tv now after it's been streaming on hulu and funimation and crunchyroll for however long but the funny thing is, yeah, it technically took a little while to get there, but because of how long it's going to be before Season 4 shows up in Japan, Toonami's going to catch up. What does that mean? Will they get to premiere it? Will they have to wait a little longer? We don't know. Hopefully, whatever happens is good for Toonami. It would certainly be quite a boon if My Hero Academia's dub were able to premiere on Toonami in any capacity. I think that would be pretty cool. Totally. Yeah. That would be good. And the way shows are being dubbed now, there's really no telling when something will become available. This, These are all, all really strong possibilities. 
But I think most of all, I want to see something totally unexpected. That's what I want to see out of Toonami in 2019. Even if it's just one or two shows. I just want to be surprised. And I feel like it's kind of hard to surprise the audience when you keep going after the really popular things that people are requesting. So it's kind of a problem in that mindset. Though I see the reasoning for doing it because more or less you're giving the people what they asked for. And if the people don't show up to support that, that's on them. But there's only so many times that you can do that before you probably should stop doing it. But I don't think we need, we're need. we at the point where it's so extreme that, oh, if something premieres on a streaming service before Toonami, even weeks in advance, then it's it's just... It's pointless to play it on Toonami. I don't think we're anywhere near that point. I'm sure a small amount of time in an exclusive streaming service is not really going to affect Toonami viewership significantly. It's it, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. However, if something's been streaming and widely available for a long time... That could potentially be a problem, but I think it's a case-by-case basis, and mostly it comes down to how exposed something is, like they were sort of arguing about earlier, but it's totally a case-by-case basis, because you just, uh, there's obviously shows out there that are more well-known than others. That's just the nature of things. Everything's a popularity contest. Everything gets everything popular gets gravitated to just because it's part of the conversation. So, yeah, I would definitely like to see Toonami do a little bit more digging. Kind of like what they used to do. Parasite yeah. was a great example, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I would not have watched it if it had not been on Toonami. And then I saw it, now I don't know how I couldn't have watched it. It was so good. The thing is, like, even though the manga was old as hell, it like it still held up for they know for today. Really well, I was like, I was like, dang. And it's kind of like um, similar to what I said when I um when I wrote that ReZero article is that um, you know, like with the genre representation, like Parasite was like, they sent that Parasite was like one of the first few like you know thriller kind of shows we had, and like I think it's been the last one that we've had for right now. So, you know, like, the more, you know, more like psychological thrillers and stuff, I think would be, um, would be really good because yeah. it like changes that. up the format. Okay. And it's one of the reasons why I, I pushed ReZero in that article because that, and then also, you know, the Isekai thing, because, you know, Tanami hasn't had that many. Like, you know, we had Inuyasha and Sword Art, but that's about it. I say unknowns. I think more the the lesser known it is the less popular it is i I think you have to have we we already have enough known quantities popular shows throw in something that people don't know that is a little obscure and that'll blow people's minds you know that that'll surprise people too like wow i didn't think to watch this show and now that i see it this is really interesting this is really good 
something like that. And I, I know that they're capable of it. They've demonstrated it in the past. So I like to be surprised. Most of us know what we're going to watch when we go through our cues. We know what we want to see. But have someone else tell us, no, this is what you have to see. This is something you can't go without seeing. It's worth it. Stay and watch. That's what I'd like to see in 2019. That is The Promised Neverland. <laughs> ah, yes, The Promised Neverland. I mean, Aniplex is going out of their way to put that everywhere. So I'm willing to believe that they probably want to put it on TV, too. That'd be dope. You know what's worry. interesting about a show like that? It's it's really challenged a lot of the more tropey shows that made appearances. You know, like like it, there's a lot of original content there in terms of the, the characters, and and I think that that's kind of an exciting trend in anime now. The ones that really go out of their way to do something fresh. Um, that's that's been exciting to watch. Not to say that I don't love some of my repetition, like Shonen. I could watch Shonen all day. But seeing something like that where, you know, the story is story's different and it's got an edge to it and it's got a mystery. Like, that's, that's been fun to see unfold in the past few years. So I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever new things 2019 will bring our way. So we got just a handful of uh, listener feedback on this topic. So I thought I'd go ahead and read those real quick. Mallard writes in, I am super excited for the ending of Hunter x Hunter, and I am very hopeful for JoJo Golden Wind later this year. I can't wait to hear Giorno and the rest of the gang stars what they will sound like in English. I'm just waiting for the Jodeci in, in the sun. Hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Freaking you, baby! I was like, oh man. I was like, what? I had to get up and start. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I, I have personally made the decision to wait for the dub because it seems like it's inevitable now, so I can wait. I'll survive. You will survive. I'll miss out on some memes, but hey, that's life. Look at man, when they um, when they said, dude, I just, the Jodeci, man, the Jodeci, dude. I, I feel you, D. Like, I, that was yeah. like the last thing I was expecting, oh, and when no. I saw it, I was just like, ah! Oh, I was like, man, don't do not do this to me. Do not do this to me. I was like, Jody C was a big thing growing up, man. And mm-hmm. that song right there, man. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. folks. I'm having a moment here. You Still know. holding on for Fleetwood Mac. It's being filled on. Hey, look, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Dreams, yes. Excellent fucking song. Gengar Haunts writes in what I expect I expect Hunter x Hunter Jojo Megalobox to end and then I become sad since they have to leave I expect no more super marathons this year oh wait that won't happen at all you're damn right it's gonna happen again we like super marathons around here tournament of power is about to end Gonna gonna end. You know they're gonna do like a marathon of like the ending of that. Oh, absolutely. Probably like Thanksgiving next year. 
Yeah, they're useful though. Marathons are useful because Isn't not everybody on holiday weekends can watch, and then those are the the new premieres, and then people miss it, and et cetera, et cetera. So, so marathons can be useful. I'm a fan. They can also be useful for getting people caught up if they missed exactly. episodes. Because if shows are on every week, it's pretty easy to miss an episode. Exactly. Especially if you ain't got DVR, man. Oh, yeah. Especially if you don't have DVR. Marathons are the DVR-less's saving grace. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Those poor heathens. Yeah. Well, I consider most of y'all heathens anyway, so it's okay. Brad Carney writes in, I loved having Dragon Ball Super and Attack on Titan back-to-back for the short time that they were. I'm hoping SAO's Alicization dub will come to Toonami in 2019. You never know. The only one. Plenty of people want that. Nah, yeah. And then, then there are a couple people that don't after one episode. Oh, hey, you had man. a couple. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that dick that tried to pull us into their SAO hate. No, no, we're not gonna give them the time of day. <laughs> Will Quinn writes in, My favorite part was the expansion to 9pm. That was awesome while it lasted. That was one of the best schedules Toonami has ever had. I expect in 2019 that Toonami will get SAO Season 3 and it will get a new Tom. Other than that, Anything can happen. I'm excited to see what 2019 brings. Imagine here, nice. here. Dilly, dilly. Osmostrix <sighs> uh, writes in, I assume this is about their favorite thing from 2018, and that is Megalobox premieres. That was pretty great. That was great. Really wanted that show on Toonami, and it happened. In less than a year. That's just beautiful. Just beautiful. Dude, this is great, man. Oh, the music's on point, though. It is a great show. Yep. With an amazing soundtrack. Hell yeah. Phenomenal soundtrack. And the ending theme is a fucking bop. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure is. Hell, even the opening theme is fucking high, man. Oh, yeah. The opening, uh... The opening and all its wolf imagery. Yeah, yeah. Now you make me want to go watch it. Makes me think of that right perfect now. hair forever opening with the wolf. Beware the wolf, beware the wolf, and then both wolf, wolf survive. So you make, and your make a mashup, hair. somebody. Somebody make a mashup. Duelist, make a mashup. He'll, he'll do it. I'll make him do it. <laughs> No, I, I mentioned that to him, and he's like, I don't have a good editing software right now. I'm like, well, just figure it out, man. Hey, just it was just Christmas. Oh, <laughs> that, that means nothing. <laughs> it means we still broke. That's what it means. Uh, we are broke. Broke, 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 broke. It means expendable we income it. went to getting presents for other people. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Was it's the reason income. for the season. Well, not really, but <laughs> it's one I reason cele- for the season. I celebrated Kwanzaa. All right, two last ones, fairly related. Nick Vernon writes in, the night that Toonami went sub for a night. Yes, that was great. And Cress also writes in, the Japanese April Fool prank. Really, seriously, I hope it happens again. 
Yeah, you just no. have to wait like seven years. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be as exciting if they did it the second year in a row. Exactly. It'd be cool, though, but not as exciting. Well, I mean, that would be exciting for the fact that it would be Toonami on a night other than Toonami. Fair but, enough. But for it to come back to a Saturday, you'd have to wait several years. Yeah. Where's my Where's my Maguzi revival? Or an all-night marathon of ham taro. Oh, God. I yes. was really pulling for that one this this last <laughs> year. I was really pulling for it. I was like, come on, let's have something really silly like a ham taro marathon. That's, that's just mean. <laughs> no. I, I know a ham taro marathon is not going to happen. It's not legally possible. You evil bastard, man. Why do <laughs> Nobody you, has a license to that anymore. Why do you hate me so much, man? You know I feel about Ham Tower. Thanks, thanks. Now you've given me an unobtainable dream. I'm sorry. Yeah, y'all just hate me so much some days. You know that, man. It's unobtainium, the most difficult to obtain (laughs) substance in the universe. It's okay. You need to put some respect on Ham Tower's name, bro. That's right. Yeah. All day Ham Tower good for man is being thrown on the grill, dude. Boy, you don't get. Why would you barbecue hamsters? Because I eat guinea pigs. It's making me think of that Shine song I'm... by Newsboys when they talk about vegetarians barbecuing hamsters. <laughs> shine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where did that you just went there, dark with not. that catch? <laughs> no. Because it's, I'm evil. It's not a dark song. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a Christian pop song. Okay. From the Newsboys, they, they, uh, well, the lead singer used to be Australian. Now he's, now he's who was a previous singer in the group DC Talk, which was my oh, childhood in the nineties. Michael Tate, now the front man for Newsboys. DC Talk. Boy. Who from DC Talk? Michael Tate from DC Talk. Oh, oh, okay. The black guy from DC Talk. The black guy, yeah, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he's the lead singer for the Newsboys now. Oh, has, oh, wow. has been for quite a few years actually. Huh. Which was like, oh, this is cool. Two of my favorite Christian bands from the '90s are like merging, <laughs> sorta. And now you've gone way off topic. I sure and have. Back, sketch, come back. But Newsboys is, is great. People should listen to it. They are right. So yeah, 2019. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what? What's in store? We we don't even know if Toonami is gonna add slots or remove slots or, or whatever. But it seems like they're they're kind of in their groove at 11 p.m. and they'll probably maintain that for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And many of the shows will continue airing or move on to additional seasons and things will rotate out. And new things will pop up and who knows? There's just... I feel like more so than any prior year, there's just a lot of opportunity in the coming year. Whereas the previous years, it seemed like most things were sort of choreographed way ahead of time. Because, you know, 
you don't want to leave a show unfinished, so you keep airing the show. <laughs> but there's some interesting things happening here. A couple of long-running series are coming to an end, and it's it's not quite a whole new ball game, but there's certainly some openings, and things could change significantly. We shall see. And we will be here talking about it, because that's what we do. Don't we always? You know, when when we can actually coordinate. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even... That was the <laughs> biggest freaking I wasn't even supposed to be on this episode. I was like, Paul, you do it. You want to be on the podcast? You do it, Paul. You just... I gave him two days. I was like, okay, you could do it that day, or you could do it that day. And... Nothing happened. Like, oh, fine. I'll do it myself. I predicted it was going to be today, and I was right, so. Well, keeping up with them predictions. But yeah, it's gotten it's gotten real difficult to, in particular, have both me and Paul and pretty much anybody else other than Darrell and maybe Caboose on... Because the only time that it can be Paul and I at the same time is like early in the day on days that he's either not working or he works later. And then I'm working at night except for Tuesday and Wednesday. So you can have me and a number of other people or you can have Paul and another other people or you can have me and Paul and not a number of other people. <laughs> well, so thank we're, we're going to have to figure that out going forward because my work yeah. schedule is not changing anytime soon. <laughs> Variety is the spice of life. It's okay. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I like I like rotation. Yeah. I like Besides, rotation. Besides, if y'all want to hear Paul, there is a Paul and Darrell show. That's true. If you want to hear Paul and Darrell, there's... The Paul and Darrell show, in which you can experience all their antics and other fun stuff if you get the Toonami Faithful Pass by going to patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And that's the plug. <laughs> I like the way you did it. Five dollars, man. That's it. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars a month. Five dollars, five dollars, five dollars. And if you have another five dollars a month to spare, you can... Uh, Put put money into Steve Yurko's latest venture, which is really freaking great. The Adult Swim themed podcast, The Deep End. I have been very much enjoying the conversations on that as they talk about every show that has aired on Adult Swim. So there's going to be plenty of things that have also aired on Toonami eventually, but it's going to take a long time to get there. Yeah, don't worry. Deep End sounds like a porno to me. It's the perfect name for an Adult Swim podcast. I wish I had thought of it. Oh, yeah. The Shape of Water already came out. <laughs> that it did. <laughs> that it did. That that it did. Hey, anybody else seen The Shape of Water? Shh. Just gonna be quiet now. That's a pretty good movie. Hmm. That came oh, out what? Over a year ago at this point. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I feel like it was a late 2017 movie. Oh, yeah, it definitely was, because I tried to see it with MoviePass before MoviePass went to crap. 
Oh man, movie pass is bad now. Don't get movie pass. Get AMC A list if you're gonna do anything like that. Assuming you have AMC theaters around your area. I'm plugging a lot of things, whatever. Does anybody yeah, else even... have additional thoughts regarding twenty nineteen? Well, it's a great way to stay in shape. Sure. All right. <laughs> You can email us at podcast.tunami.com. No, it's an at. It's an, it's an at. My gosh, Try man. Try it again. <laughs> you can email us at podcast at tunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash tunamifaithfulpodcast and on Twitter at tunamipodcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, and now Spotify. Because enough people asked for it. Yeah. You can, find, you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And you can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read news, reviews, and views on ToonamiFaithful.com. And you can also subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. If you want some stuff. A little early. And yeah, other exclusives. Like the Paul and Darrell show, as previously mentioned. And to be honest with you, that show is actually not bad, man. I didn't even realize how many episodes you guys put out until I was looking at the Patreon page. I was like, oh, you've actually done like four of those. I thought you only yeah. did like two. <laughs> no, we try to get them out as much as we can, but you know, due to scheduling, you know. Christmas special, I want to hear it. <laughs> Oh, Chris special was nice, man. <laughs> nice, nice. Kuro, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter, usually. Um, follow me at Happy Kuro Kitty. You can also find me on the Tsunami Faithful Discord. I come and chill there sometimes. So that's that. All right. Alien Renegade, where can they find you? All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Alien Renegade. If you're looking for my videos, you can find me on YouTube under Alien Renegade Videos. Or if you want my music, you can look up Amp Ren, that's A M P R E N, on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, and YouTube. CJ, where can the people find you? Playing Girls Frontline, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't I, re, I don't go on Twitter really anymore. I, I'll return to it eventually, but right now all I do is Girls Frontline, so if you have that, you can find me there. Other than that, you won't find me at all. Can confirm. <laughs> but how will they find you? You don't uh, have to. He finds you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I see. Fair enough. Dro, where can they find you? Well, as always, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You might see me on the Discord, though I kind of not like not really been on it lately, but probably just spurts. But also, you and then you can also follow me at nasia underscore roho out at nasia at twitter.com as well. All right, you can find me on Twitter at sketch nineteen eighty four. You can ask me questions at curiouscat.me backslash sketch nineteen eighty four. And really, if you want to contact me, best to try Twitter. I don't check my email enough. <laughs> or your phone. 
Just being a... I check my phone decently enough. Except for when I'm working, when I can't. Because I can't when I'm working. But on breaks. I can do it. We can do it on breaks. And I do. That does it for our first episode recorded in 2019. We hope to have some cool interviews and great topics in the future. What I'd really like to do on the next podcast is have CJ and Paul and whoever else is interested talk at length about Black Clover because we're well overdue for that. So look forward to that as either the next podcast or maybe the one after. And we're also going to recap some JoJo pretty soon because it's about time to do that. And we'll do some more show discussion in the future and, you know, who knows what other interesting things may happen in the world of Toonami and Toonami-related things in the coming year? We'll see. But for now, we're punching out. Deuces! Peace! We interrupt the end of this podcast for some breaking news. It's happening. Sword Art Online Season 3 Alicization is coming to Toonami. On February 9th, it will be replacing Mob Psycho 100. But also on February 16th, Toonami will be losing the 4 a.m. hour. Pop Team Epic will end the previous week. But Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, which only recently started airing at 4.30, is gone. It's just getting the boot. So apologies to those of you who are actually watching that. I'm sure you'll find other ways of watching it legally. We'll talk more about these upcoming changes in future podcasts, but for now, Sword Art's back, and we all have to live with it. (laughs) 